the College Planning Edge. Multiply your odds of getting into your dream college and get your hands on thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships. Brought to you by Lockwood College Prep, helping college-bound families get the edge in college admissions, financial aid, scholarships, and test prep. Hi, it's Andy Lockwood from Lockwood College Prep, and following is a recent episode that Pearl and I did on our weekly show on Facebook called College Talk Tuesday, which you can find at collegetalktuesday.com, where we talked about recent scandal developments, some late-breaking financial aid changes that you need to be aware of, and a whole lot more. So enjoy this episode and let us know what you think. Give us a rating on iTunes, if you, or I guess it's Apple Podcasts now. If you find this to be helpful and valuable, and please spread it around to any parents that you know who could use this information. Thanks for listening. Okay, welcome to this episode of the College Planning Edge. My name is Andy Lockwood, founder and owner, part owner, along with my wife, Pearl, who I'm really working for, Lockwood College Prep. Long story behind the name. I won't get into it right now. Pearl and I are um, in, the, in the business, and our mission is to help parents pay for college without stressing out or feeling like they're having to uh, stay up all night, stressed out, tossing and turning, rating the retirement accounts, um, mortgaging their homes up to the eyeballs, taking on all kinds of debt, and to help kids get in to top colleges. Uh, I spend more of my time coaching kids and Pearl spends uh, substantially all of her time doing financial aid forms and helping parents strategize to get more money from them. And we have a whole bunch of uh, people who help us out. We have a couple of assistants. We have former college admissions officers. So that's us in a nutshell. This episode, though, is really more about what you need to be doing now if you are a high school senior meaning class of 2020, if you're a junior, 2021, or younger, 2022 and younger. So let's start off with the seniors. This is an abbreviated version of a session I just did for my personal clients. Um, The application for admission results are starting to come in and, and have been coming in since, I guess, the middle of December. So, too, have the offers of uh, merit aid and need-based aid, and I've started to hear from a lot of clients like, wow, we got great awards, but is it possible to get any more any more money from these colleges? And my answer is yes, of course, if you have new information that, that they don't already know, and that new information could be expenses that they didn't know about. Um, unusually high expenses, or it could be a drop in income because the financial aid applications are based on a snapshot in time two years ago. Um, if you have a 2020 grad, then your 2018 tax returns are what is in store in terms of what will be analyzed for financial aid purposes. So new information that way as opposed to, hey, I live in a really high tax area. I pay a lot of property taxes. Can you give me more money? That, my friends, not new information. They know your zip code. They know your address. Um, that's not going to help you. But if you have information about my income decreased or my other expenses, unusual expenses like legal bills or something like that, increased, that is certainly fair game, and that will 
absolutely pass the IROL test in the financial aid office. Likewise, if you have other offers, other merit offers from colleges that compete with the A-list college on your list, that too is new information that might possibly help. Now, I actually teach a class on this, um, appealsclass.com, just on how to negotiate with people, uh, with colleges. And there's a a bunch of um, sample letters as well as some other tools that can help you. But the gist of it is it's a, um, about an hour long uh, presentation, a video that I did that outlines all of the arguments that you can possibly make. So I am not personally available anymore to help people um, with that, but, but appealsclass.com is the place to go if you want help with that. Um, but either way, whether you're doing it on your own or using us somehow, my advice is always wait until all of the offers have come in. Meaning, um, if you only have one offer from a college and your daughter or your son wants to go there and, and wants to pull the trigger, that's great. But if you don't have a deadline, an early deadline to get back to them, like in January, and the real deadline is not until May 1st or something, then it behooves you to sit back and wait and see what else comes in so you have more hours in the quiver so that you can possibly use other offers against your top choice school. And I think there's going to be more bargaining than ever this year. Um, some of the rules relaxed due largely in part to a, uh, a probe by the Justice Department on collusive type of behavior. So it's not just the president that's being investigated that way. It was also colleges who recently, meaning uh, about a mo- maybe two months ago, I was going to say a month, but maybe two months ago or so, voluntarily agreed to stop their anti-competitive practices. And I'm not going to go into them here on this podcast because it's kind of boring. But the gist of it is that colleges had a written gentleman's agreement, I, for lack of a better phrase, to not compete with each other um, in certain areas. But now all bets are off. They had to abandon that to appease the Justice Department. So I think this is going to be a banner year for people who want to get more money out of colleges. Um, My advice that I was giving to juniors and younger is to get out in front of the test dates for the SAT and the ACT. Our advice, and this is not just me, but our, our tutor, Marissa, the best advice is to take the actual SAT or ACT, you know, pick one, the one that's best suited for you, and focus only on that one. Take it two or three times in your junior year, and then just be done with it. If you can be finished in three times, that's great. It's very unusual for people to hit it out of the park after one, but apparently studies show that the more you uh, take the test, the better you do. Up to a certain point, there's a point of diminishing returns after the third time, before the fourth time, on average, but you can still make improvements if you need more times. Just don't assume it's going to take one time and you're one and done. It usually takes a few times to hit the the top end of your range. A lot of kids make a mistake by um, taking both tests, meaning they switch back and forth, preparing or not preparing fully for each one. Our advice is that you should be in the beginning, figuring out which test is best, take a diagnostic. That's something we offer at our firm, which um, Marissa put that together. It's half SAT, half ACT. Put that, uh, take that test and then figure out not only which one did you do better on, but which one felt better. That's really the, um, the way to go because it'll save time. 
once you figure out which test is best for you, just from a diagnostic, then focus on that particular SAT or ACT and get that as high as possible in two or three tries. And then and only then, if you still have this nagging, what if, you know, maybe I should do something else type of thought, then go ahead and just for you know what's and giggles, do the second one, the, the other test that you haven't taken. But get out in front of the test dates so you don't get frozen out for um, registrations. So you can go on the College Board site to get the SAT um, dates, which I guess I'll attempt to post in the show notes to this episode. But there are, um, in 2020, there are exams in March, May, June, and um, then August. And for the ACT, those dates are February, April, June, and July. Um, not in New York, but in, it looks like every other area that it's offered. And then again, it's going to be in August. And that's on the ACT website, act.org. So if you go to the College Board for the SAT, I guess their website is collegereadiness.collegeboard.org um, or the ACT, which is act.org. You'll get all those dates. Generally, the registration dates close out a month, a little bit more than a month before the actual date, and then you start paying extra fees for that. So no need to let that slip by. Um, one more thing I want to leave you with. February break and April break are great times to visit colleges if you're a junior or a sophomore and you have uh, the ability to go see these schools when they are in session. So you get, you'll get a good feel for who is there, you know, the types of kids that go there and whether you could see whether they're your peeps or not, if you could imagine yourself there. Um, but it's great to, you know, it's ideal to do that during the school year. If you're too busy, if you're traveling or you've wrapped up with school stuff, don't fret about it because you can only do so much. You can go over the summer. You just won't necessarily have as inaccurate as a feel. But if you like something over the summer and then senior year starts, you can go back in the fall just to make double sure that that school is really the best for you. Um, I also give advice in terms of not uh, of, of going beyond the actual college tour, not just taking the random act of touring, but um, sitting down with specific people that are going to be more influential to you potentially based on what you're majoring in. And I give that information out to clients. So I'm going to wrap here with um, a call to action, as we call it in the biz, which is to uh, check out our Inner Circle membership. Uh, if you go to LockwoodInnerCircle.com, that's L-O-C-K-W-O-D, innercircle.com that will take you to the uh, to the page which you can read about our membership and the secret double secret tools we have to help you make sure that you are coming up with a strategic and balanced list and you don't suffer from what we call admissions armageddon in in the business where you get um all kinds of denials, you know, 0 for 14, 2 for 12, things like that. Um, we can also help you figure out whether you'll get money or not. You'll get these uh, reminders so you never miss a deadline and a whole lot of other stuff. Speaking of deadlines, depending on when you are um, uh, listening to this, the deadline to enroll may have passed. We have two different levels, Inner Circle and Inner, inner Circle Gold. The difference is one is self-directed mostly and the gold membership is self-directed plus we'll look over your shoulder and you get a little bit of support from us. It's a good way to dip your toe into the water. Um, 
But that's all at LockwoodInnerCircle.com. So thanks for listening to this podcast. Please, uh, if you would be so kind, please, if you like it, please give us a nice rating. Six stars if possible. I'll settle for five on uh, Apple Podcasts or any of these other random platforms that I really should know about, but don't. Um, <laughs> thanks again for, uh, for, for listening, though. And um, you know how to reach us if you have any questions. I gave the website, and in the show notes, I'll give uh, an email address also to reach out directly and we listen to all the comments we read all the comments that come in um so if you have anything you want to say please go ahead and do that thanks for listening have a great start of the new year happy 2020 bye-bye hi this is andy lockwood don't forget to visit our website lockwoodcollegeprep.com for some more free valuable information on how you can multiply your chances of admission to your dream colleges and qualify for thousands or tens of thousands of dollars of fat juicy scholarships along the way visit lockwoodcollegeprep.com for information on our free upcoming workshops and webinars and to download a copy of our number one best-selling book how to pay wholesale for college that's lockwoodcollegeprep.com bye-bye